When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spectrum Internet has enough speed to handle all your needs. So you can work, game, and stream with speeds up to a gig. Plus, Spectrum's advanced Wi-Fi provides enhanced security for all your connected devices. Get Spectrum Internet with fast and reliable speeds, starting at just $29.99 a month with a two-year price guarantee. Visit spectrum.com slash internet for you for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Restrictions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Couch Talks, the bonus episode of You Need Therapy, where I, Kat, answer questions that you guys send in to me. And if you have a question that you want me to attempt to answer, you can send it to Catherine, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, at youneedtherapypodcast.com. And maybe one day you'll be surprised and I'll answer it on here. If you don't already follow us on social media, do that. You can follow the podcast at at youneedtherapypodcast. You can follow me on Instagram at at cat dot defada and more recently i have dived dove divin <laughs> that's not right i've dove into why can't i figure that it doesn't matter what matters is i have i'm gonna choose a different word i have jumped in to the world of tiktok accidentally so i was trying to make a reel for instagram on for just for fun on friday and i had to make it on tiktok so i could like edit it so I had to post it to TikTok not thinking anything and one I'm saying that if you would like to you can follow me on TikTok and that my name is at cat.defada so it's the same thing and this kind of brings me into the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about which is my love-hate relationship with social media and the dark and scary place that it can be and the light fun place that it can be so all that to say follow me on social media and Also, we're going to talk about it because more recently I've seen just because, you know, people are ruthless in comments. And I think that this is something that I think we've all known as a society that social media has been really awesome for so many reasons, so many reasons. It's been able to help give information out. It helps us connect to people. The list goes on. Like it's a, it's going to be such a great resource. And, you know, I've always had my things about, you know, giving too much information out and being careful where you get your information from and all of that. And that's been one of my things that I've kind of been battling with all of the social media stuff. And at the same time, it is an opportunity 
for people to be really unkind as well. And, you know, I think that it is about time we talked about it. Maybe we'll do a full episode on it, but I just don't think that it's okay. You know, it makes me think about when you're younger and like the rule is if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I don't know when we stopped using that rule, or maybe some of us never just got taught that rule. And I don't want this to be a rant of me, you know, venting about a mean comment that I got, because honestly, not even talking about myself, I just was like, oh, wow, people are ruthless. But I know so many people who have experienced some of this and it's pretty upsetting. And, you know, bullying is something that we can we call out in schools and we I mean, as much as we can. And I know I was bullied as a kid in school and I cannot imagine that kid who was bullied in fifth grade and sixth grade. If I had Instagram back then, I cannot imagine how much harder life would have been for me because I got to go home and, and, and I had a place where I could get away from it. And now it's like, we can't get away from it unless we actually cut ourselves off and we say, Oh, we're not going to have Instagram or this or that, or this or that or whatever. And I was having a conversation with a client recently. We were talking about addiction and, and how to help with the problem that we're facing now, this epidemic of addiction in our society. And, and I said, you know, it's going to be really hard to help. We can do little things, but the issue is we really need to go bottom up instead of top down on this issue. Like we're trying to help addicts find recovery or people who identify as addicts find recovery, which is great. Obviously I love that. That's like my job, but I wish there was more effort put into, well, how do we almost mitigate and put a barrier into that beautiful human feeling like they need to move into a space of addiction to feel okay. Like that's really where we should go. And that's how I'm thinking about this bullying stuff. It's like, okay, we're asking the kids that are, that are being bullied and they get punished twice, right? So they're being bullied and then they have to create all these barriers in their lives in order to feel safe when really it's like, shouldn't we be working on the real issue, which is why people feel like it's okay to be so cruel. And you know what? I'm sitting here and I don't know, I don't have a solution to this. This is honestly, this is probably one of the most unfiltered couch talks you'll ever get because I didn't really plan much out, but I just knew I wanted to talk about this. And so really this is me sending a message out that like there's something going on the web and we need to do something about it. And so maybe we do really small things, right? So maybe we delete that mean comment because nobody needs to see that. Nobody needs to see the mean comment or... I don't know, maybe we say, hey, maybe that really hurt my feelings. So I guess what I'm really saying is because social media is something that so many people use, right? It, and it is, it is such a great tool. And I want people to be able to use it for fun and to have a tool. I want us to do a better job of looking at people with compassion and kindness, right? I want us to do a better job of walking down the street and remembering that we have no idea what that person is going through. Because when we throw a, a hateful comment or an awful judgment towards somebody, we are not looking at the whole picture of that person. We're not. We're really whittling them down into a very small idea of what we think is, is going on. And we usually have it wrong. And so I say that to help us kind of speak more kindness in general. And also, there might be people out there who you think are like killing it and having the best day ever when really they might be having a really bad day. And so that... Even I'm asking us all to smile a little bit more at people because there is so much opportunity for darkness in our world, right? Like even with COVID and everything, there's so much opportunity for darkness in our world right now that 
we could all use an extra smile, right? We can all use an extra like head nod as we're walking by if we can't smile because we're wearing a mask because there is a lot of just pain that is just floating around the air and the internet. So I just wanted to put that out there. And if you're somebody who's experienced bullying of any kind, my heart is there for you. It really is. And again, I'm saying this as a human and maybe not a therapist right now. I don't have the solution to this, but I did want to mention that there's a problem. Right. And I think that we know that, but we haven't talked about it here. So maybe my commitment is doing a deeper episode on bullying and bullying on the internet and how to be kind. Like maybe I should do a tutorial on how to be kind. Never thought that we'd ever need that. Surely we don't need that, but maybe we want it. So, you know what? I'm going to ask you guys okay, if you're listening to this, I want you to email me. And if that sounds like too much work, I'll make a deal with you. You can DM me, but I might not see it because they usually go to my requests. So, if you want me to see it, email me, Catherine at You Need Therapy Podcast. And I want you to tell me what is a little way that you offer kindness and sprinkle joy into the world? What is a little way that you've been doing that maybe your whole life, but especially this past year? And what is a little way that you can spread kindness and joy through the internet as well? Because, you know, through the pandemic, we've had to rely more on the internet and more on social media and these platforms. So what are some ways we can sprinkle some joy? I would love to hear them. And then maybe we'll make a list and I can read them either next week or maybe I'll maybe I'll post them to my TikTok. You know, it'll be a group effort. I would love that. So that wasn't a question, but that was the first question. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. 
Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Okay, so the second question, I get this one a lot, and I'm not going to answer it a a lot. I've kind of answered it one time, and so I'm going to do it again, because I think I did it in the very beginning of Couch Talks, and I'm not going to read the question because I get it so much. It's essentially all, I'm going to summarize it into one thing. Basically, people want to know, how did I decide that I wanted to become a therapist? How did I become a therapist? And then how did I build my practice? That's a long story and we're not going to make a long story out of this. So I'm going to give you the condensed story. So I did not know that I wanted to be a therapist when I went to undergrad. Anybody who is in college, it's okay if you don't know what you want to do with the rest of your life. I did not know until really my end of my junior year, probably. Actually, I think it was the beginning of my senior year. Like I really didn't know. I picked a major that I thought was interesting and fun, had no idea what I was going to do with it. I took a class called marriage and family therapy. And I was like, oh, I think I might want to do this. So I met with my advisor. I talked with some people. I did an internship and I decided, I think this is something I want to do. At the same time, I was struggling with my own mental health, but not really knowing that I was struggling with it. And so that's all part of my story too. I applied to some schools. I, I originally was going to go to school to be a marriage and family therapist. That's what I really wanted to do. And I was enrolled. I actually, this is a funny story. I was enrolled at Virginia Tech, their marriage and family therapy grad program. I was, I enrolled there. I was going to move their campus was in Falls Church, Virginia. I was going to move in with my grandma, had my bags packed. And like three days before I was supposed to move, I got a phone call from Vanderbilt, which I had applied to Vanderbilt, but their grad program was human development and mental health counseling. So it's different. It's a different kind of license. So anyway, I wasn't going to go there because I was like, I can't afford that. And so I get this phone call three days before and it's the one of the people that works at Vanderbilt. And they said, hey, we got a grant and we have this assistantship. I know you said you couldn't afford our program. We would love to offer you this assistantship and it will pay for a portion of your tuition and give you a stipend every semester for three years, the whole time I was in school. I remember getting that phone call and I ran downstairs. My mom was in the basement and I was like, mom, mom, Vanderbilt just offered me this thing. Like, what do I do? I'm supposed to move. Like I'm already packed. I already have my classes picked out. I've already have a job in Virginia. And she was like, I don't know. And I was like, I don't know. And obviously eventually I was like, I've got to take this opportunity because it also allowed me to stay in Nashville. So long story short, in a week's time, I changed my plan. I went to Vanderbilt and I honestly think that that was God because I was struggling back then a lot with my eating disorder and my own sense of self. And I think I needed to be in Nashville to find my healing. I really do. And I don't really know that I believe everything happens for a reason, but I do think things are create ripple effects. And that was a ripple effect for my healing journey. So I'm so thankful. So I went to Vanderbilt. Um, I got my degree in human development counseling. So my license is LPC, Licensed Professional Counselor. And so I went to that program. I had an an internship at a treatment center where I got to work with all different kinds of populations. It was amazing. And then they hired me when I graduated. 
they created a position so I could stay there and they hired me and I became a primary therapist in the eating disorder program. I also, during my time working at that treatment center, transitioned and became an adventure therapist for a little bit of time, which was the coolest job ever. I was a group therapist for the adventure program at this treatment center where all these kinds of experiential modalities and we did ropes courses and we went hiking and we did I mean tons of stuff team building and all I mean all this stuff that got to we got to create experiences for people to add to their experience and treatment and it was amazing and so much fun anyway long story long I'm really making the story long I then eventually outgrew my time at the treatment center and anybody who works at a treatment center you guys are doing literally the Lord's work because it's a hard job It's a really, really tough job and there's a lot of pressure. And anyway, I left and went out on my own to start my own practice. And I did that. And I did that with the help of some mentors. And I did that with some help from my friends and family who helped me learn how to be very frugal. And I mean, I didn't know anything about how to start a business. So if I was going to honestly give anybody advice on developing a private practice, don't do it straight out of grad school. Or if you're going to make sure you have a really awesome mentor above you who can help guide you and teach you and offer some trainings for you as well. And, and, and some supervision of sorts, because this girl had not a clue about anything. Well, you can't start on your own because you're not licensed, but I really would recommend thinking about getting the most experience you can um, before you, you settle into a private practice setting. Because there's a lot of things that I think that I would be doing differently, not in a good way if I didn't have that experience at the treatment center. I really value it, if you can't tell. Yeah, I started my practice and it was small for a while. And I, in August, hired somebody on to join the team and it's continuing to grow. And it's done that through time. Like this, we're in our fourth or fifth year and it takes like two years to grow a a real full caseload really on your own. Even in a city like Nashville where therapies, like a lot of people go to therapy here. So I would would offer you guys some patience and if that's something you want to do that I had a another job to help me for a while while I grew my practice and and, and grew my caseload. So all not to say that's what I did. There's more details in it obviously, but that was the trajectory of my path to becoming a therapist. I don't know if I'm going to be doing this forever. You know, people ask me that too all the time of do you think that you'll be doing, you know, individual counseling and individual therapy forever and will you be working with eating disorders forever and I don't think that's a fair question to ask anybody. I think right now it's what I want to do, you know, and I don't have to figure out what I'm going to do next year or the year after or in 15 years. Kind of going to let life guide me just like it guided me to where I am now. And it's had ups and downs, but I'm not disappointed so far. So yeah, if there's specific questions, send them my way. But that in a nutshell is how we started from the bottom, not knowing a clue about what we wanted to do with our lives. And now we are here. Still not knowing what we want to do with our lives. I just know what I want to do right now. Anyway, guys, I hope you are having the Wednesday you need to have or whatever day you're listening to this on. And I will be back with speaking of, oh my gosh, speaking of my internship on Monday, um, spoiler alert, my first supervisor. My first supervisor when I was an intern at the treatment center is on the podcast on Monday. And I'm telling you, she, if if I didn't know her personally, she would be my therapist. She's incredible. She's an incredible human and all the things, but that's just funny that I just talked about this and then she's going to be here on, on Monday. So that's awesome. Have the day you need to have. Like I said, send me in 
the ways that you sprinkle kindness through the world, Catherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com and I will talk to you soon. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.